Hello, welcome to the broadcast. This is Revival Now. I'm your host, John Saxbury. I want to talk to you today about His presence is everywhere. If any of you all with me, you can open up to the book of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1. And I'm reading out of the new I'm reading reading out of the King James Version. <clears throat> John chapter 1. In the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things created were made by him, and without him nothing not anything was made that was made in him was life and that life was the light of men and the light that light shineth in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not number six and there was a man sent from god whose name was john and the same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but sent to bear witness of that light. That light was the true light at which light lighteth every man that come into the world. Number 10, he was, he was in the world, and the world made, was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many received him, to them he gave, the, gave power to become the sons of God. And even unto them that believeth on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but the will of God. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. And we behold his glory, and the glory as of the only to begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I want to stop right there, and if you'll go with me to the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8, verse 30, verse 8, Acts 1, 8. I mean, people got to understand something. When Jesus came, he was all God. He was all man. He was all Holy Spirit. They're not three separate individual people. They're the fullness of each other. People, people in different sects and religions divide the Holy, the, to the, the Trinity up. As the Holy Spirit's one person. The Father's one person, and, and the Son's one person. That's not how it works. They're all one person in three separate offices. And you got to understand something. And then after Jesus died, where the Holy Spirit comes in, in into play, and I'm going to talk to you about this, and I'm going to talk to you about it this clearly. And he said unto them, this is what after Jesus was crucified, he came back to life, and he was walking among, 
amongst men and talking to people, and then everybody finally realized who Jesus really was. He was back from the dead and everything before he ascended into heaven. This is what he told the disciples. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the season which the Father has put in his own power. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me in both Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and in the uttermost parts of the earth. Basically saying like this, he goes, I'm becoming in unlimited power and form. When you're in, when Jesus was in his flesh, people got to understand something. When Jesus was in his fleshly body, he could only be in limited, be in one place at a time. Yeah, he can translate himself, but he can only be in one place at a time. Other than when he, the, uh, uh, then you go, and then after he dies, well, he can be pretty much everywhere at the same time. His presence can be everywhere. God has enough power; he can be anything, anywhere, at any time. He can do anything in any place. People say, "Well, you gotta understand that he can't just do everything like you say." Yes, he can. There's nothing he can't do. God can't sin. There's, yeah, there's, there's only one thing he cannot do. He cannot sin. God cannot sin. He cannot go against his own will. That's the only two things he cannot do. People act like God is over here, and God is, and we're over here. People treat the Holy Spirit like like he's some sort of like he's some sort of visitor. They're treating him like he's some sort of visitor or some sort of guest. He's not a guest, he's not a visitor, he's a resident. He's everywhere. He's everywhere, he's in every place. He's in everything. He's that you can't quench his presence out. No matter what you can do, you, you can never his presence out. Only the devil can be in one place, and only he can't. He can't be. He can't be everywhere. I mean, what irritates me the most is when I go into churches. You go see churches. And they got these huge banners made up that go from the floor to the ceiling in these big old huge auditoriums that, that are like 75 foot tall ceilings. And you got these big old felt banners that are saying, come Holy Spirit. I'm thinking, um, the Holy Spirit is already here. That's why we had the, the day of Pentecost. I mean, it's like they, it's like they, it doesn't compute with them that these... He's he's not just somebody that comes by every once in a while to give us a blessing. He's everywhere. He's 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 here with you in your car. He's in with your in the job. He's everywhere with you when you're doing things you're not supposed to be doing. He's everywhere. He cannot stop following you. God cannot stop following you. God, you can never out out run God's presence ever. I said, what if you're in a bar? What if you're in a strip club? I know a guy that was in a strip club. I know, matter of fact, he's a dear motorcycle. He's a motorcycle. He's in a motorcycle club. 
he was in a strip club while his wife was at home. He decided to go to a strip club, and the Holy Spirit started speaking to him and started to, and started making him miss his wife. Next thing you know, he, he hops on his motorcycle, goes home in a ball of tears, repenting to his wife, repenting and in, in, in wanting to give his life to Christ because his wife was at home praying for him. His presence is everywhere. People live like God doesn't see what they're pulling. It's, he thinks that they're, 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 you're, they, they, he doesn't. People act like he doesn't know what you're doing or what you're up to. I mean, before the thought even hits your head, he knows what you're doing or about to do. That's how sharp God is. God's not up in heaven with 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 one with one one eye closed with a, with a pot with a one with a patch on his eye. Because one of the fat babies in heaven shot the arrow and it missed missed the person on earth and hit him in the eye. Oh, I, I okay. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Don't. What, what are you talking about? I didn't see that. Yes, he does see that. The presence of God sees everything. Everything you do. Everything you think. Everything you say. Everything you hear. Everything you, you laugh at, the, those filthy jokes you laugh at at work. He hears it all. I mean, this is, this, it's not, people treat, the, treat God like he's stupid. I mean, we've got to get, come back to our senses. Sometime or another. Because the Holy Spirit's everywhere. His presence is, his presence is everywhere. People act like revival. For instance, revival is a place that a believer gets into. A place of awakening, a place of renewal, a place of refreshing. I mean, it's that place in Him, it's in God. Revival doesn't leave a church. Just the congregants leave revival. Decided that they don't need revival, so they walk out of it. We all need revival. We need revival 24-7. We need revival on the job site. We need revival when when things when the chips are down in a marriage. When when a husband and wife are not agreeing on nothing, they're fighting. They need revival. Revival needs to be in marriages. Revival needs to be especially marriages. Revival needs to be in children's lives. Oh, you don't understand. That's an event for adults. One revival is not a church event. People have gotten that so. Can misconstrued. Oh, you don't understand. They won't understand it. Yes, they do. The spirit of God is is ageless. The spirit, is, the spirit man is ageless. Your spirit has no age to it. I mean, I don't know if you guys have realized it. There's no age to your inner spirit. None. There's no age on the inside. On the inside, your spirit man, there is no age to it. Because the Bible says he knew us before we were formed in our wombs. And so that means he, if he knew us before that took place, that means he knew you know, our spirit has always been. Because he knew us then. He created our spirit. Our spirit being. 
because of that same spirit thing that's in us is him. Is him. I mean, people can be influenced by the enemy, but they can't, they can't, I mean, they can get demonic influences, they can get a demonic possession. That's totally different. That's for the unsaved. Unsaved people can get demons. I've seen a born-again Christian who was a good born-again Christian, knew his Bible well, went to church, and he, uh, this demon comes at him. It was a spirit of religion. It was, it was the nastiest thing you ever saw in your life. And how they acted. So all y'all think religion is cute and it's nice thoughts and it's all this and it's all that. No, it's it's a it's it's demon it's a demonic force to deceive people into thinking it's the presence of God when it's not. Revival. I mean, when it comes to revival, too. Revival is not just laughing on the floor and shaking under the power of God. Those are the languages of revival. Those are the languages of the manifestation. That those are the languages of the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit becomes the made manifest, that's what's happening. One laughter brings on healing. Laughter gets rid of depression. Laughter helps out with a lot of stuff. Laughter is good for your body. It creates good vitamins and it creates good. It creates a good place of joy and a place of sound mind. Amen. His presence is everywhere. I mean, he, there's not one place God doesn't know where God doesn't know that that where you're at. You know. People understand when that joy hits the people, or, or even like we like when it, when the power of God hits somebody, they get knocked out on the floor because they got to be put to sleep to heat the to fix that major wound inside that person. So God's got to do something that, that that gives them a touch, and well, meanwhile, he, while they're feeling this touch, they're he's at work removing that thing that caused the pain in the first place. Amen. I mean, his presence is everywhere. People act like on Christmas, I mean, they always want to revisit the manger. I mean, he's beyond the manger. He's beyond the cross. He's beyond the grave. He's beyond the resurrection. He, that, that's in his past. Those were, that's where things were. I'm talking about right now. His presence is everywhere. Every single where on this earth is where his presence is. The Bible says the earth is the dearth is our gods and they that dwell there within. I mean God's presence is everywhere on this on this face of this earth. Of all the planets he chose for us to live in, he chose us this one. He hung the, the stars in the right place. He hung the planets in the right orbit. He hung all the moons around the planets into the right orbit. Amen. God knows what he's doing. He's God God's the one that sets it all up. It's our job to walk in it. And to live in that place. Amen. His presence is everywhere. It's in prisons. It's in strip clubs. It's in porn shops. 
Well, you say porn shops. I can't believe you talked. Easy. There was a girl working in a porn shop down in Florida. The presence, the presence of God fell on her, and she started crying and weeping and repenting, telling customers in the store, "This place is wrong. Where this place is wrong. God said this place is wrong. You need to, you need to repent." And, and people were on their knees praying with her. Yeah, praying for her because she was sitting there telling people it was wrong because the presence of God in her. And then wound up and wound that wound up that store closed within a couple of days after that. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. So his presence is everywhere. People, religious people, learn to fret over the darnest things. People, the people want to talk about the end times. Oh my God! They're gonna chip us. They're gonna they're gonna put the bark of the beast in. Trump's gonna be out. They're gonna be pushed out of office. We're gonna be caught up with Canada and all the other nations. That we're gonna just we're just not gonna we're we're gonna not gonna make it as children of God. We've got to we're gonna have to be struggling. No. His presence is everywhere. He can't allow. He can't allow, allow happen if we already know what happened. Amen. I mean, people get so hung up on that crap anyway. Oh no, we're, this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen. I mean, you people on on Christian television preaching on it, preaching on it, and harping on it, and harping on it, and beating the dead dog to death. Meanwhile, that they're, they're people are getting full of fear, thinking the end is coming. And here they're, they're giving all their life savings away to go buy food that they'll probably never eat. I mean, this has got, I mean, the, these scams and stuff has got to stop. God's watching these ministers doing what they're doing. He's not happy. Amen. I mean, I mean, like the like some like for instance, I'm watching T watching TVN and this well-known evangelist, his son, known pastor actually. His son took over after he died, and he's out there and he's rambling on and on and on about this and that, you know. And, and finally, I said, "Look, I got on Twitter. I said his presence is everywhere." His presence is everywhere. God has a plan for all of us. I mean, don't have to worry about the chip getting taken. In the, that's after the rapture. All that stuff with the tribulation, we will not see. We will not see. and We will, we will not experience any of that. The end time stuff is going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, the Bible says, fear not for these things must take place. I mean, people want to get work. Go to work. Live life. Live life like this. This is how you do it. And this is very easy. Act like it's t it the, the the rapture's tomorrow, 
But then again, live like you're going to be 120. I said, act like the rapture's tomorrow and live like you're going to be 120. Amen? His presence everywhere. His presence is everywhere. It's not going to let you fall on your face. It's not going to let you lead, let you perish. It's not going to let it, let you do anything that it, outside of what he wants to do. And we've got and, and people and these ministers that are doing these television shows stop taking advantage of people. You get this guy on there selling fifty pound fifty fifty no five hundred buckets of five gallon buckets full of pancake batter. It's supposed to be used in a time of crisis. It's supposed to be used in a time of emergency. There is no going to be no big apocalyptic event. Not in my lifetime. Not not while I'm here on earth still. Amen. I mean, you got it. In number two, you got it. I mean, when you're when you're dealing with people that are. Um, Not saved, I mean, lay off of them, for one. Don't you know his presence ever? Don't you know, praise God, this and that, and, and you're telling this. If you want to witness to somebody, witness to somebody. And after you witness to them, and they, they just, just bless them back and forth with something. Amen? Bless them with something. Bless them. I mean, I mean, start and be a, be a blessing to other people. His presence everywhere. Yeah, his presence is everywhere when you're when you're being generous, when you're being kind and polite and loving towards people. He knows when you do things that you're not supposed to be doing. At that time, you told off the pizza man, gave him the finger for delivering your food a couple minutes late. That. That pizza man has probably got a husband, got a wife and kids at home, with a son, with a kid in the hospital. Amen. Well, I'm gonna wrap this up here. I love you. This has been a production of Revival Now International Media Ministries. For more information on our ministry, please contact us at 636-368-6490 or revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. God bless you and have a wonderful evening. Merry Christmas.